Yeah, so put on the yeah, listing so like new roof, right? They're basically new. Put on the listing. Yeah. Can you mention that? Can you Brand new shingles? roof done, 2011. Yeah. God. No, that's a that's a that's a that's a a faux pas right there, Joe. That's a you can't say you can't say brand new. First of all, brand new implies it's never been used, and the fact that it's been installed, you got to be you know you can say newly installed, but brand new you, you, that's a liability right there. The other one is um. Is that roof. a fact? You can't say roof. You can't say I got a new roof. Right. You need to say shingles. You need to say shingles. Is this are these facts, TK? These are facts. This is this is these are all you is know what happens? in my in my world of legal understanding, you know, my depth of 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 contract law and and case studies that you know I have no firsthand experience with. Um, there's a few things that they teach us here in real estate school. And real estate real school estate is not school. always a school, you know, sometimes it's reading things on the internet. Ah, but it's all this. part of the schooling. <laughs> Of okay. real estate thought. Go, go check right? out this thing on the internet. Yeah. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. The lawyer says, the courts say, whatever. I haven't been in front of a judge, so I don't know for sure. And I wasn't doesn't, in the cases, but this is what I've read. Well, doesn't Frank sit you guys down or have some? Absolutely. We do. We have lawyers come in. We have all that stuff. Say, There's just yeah. so much information, you know? So, like, nobody don't knows it all. Put brand new. But you can't put brand new. Whatever you do. You can't put new roof. You got to put shingles. Put a date. If anything, just put a date. Say shingles, 2017. Boom. Do you ever Facts. get a you ever get a client that's like, what do you mean I can't put new roof? Like, just put fucking new roof, man. You want the job? Put new roof. So one I have a listing right now that the house was the house was built in 1850. 1850. Yeah. And it was picked up and moved to a subdivision in Markham. And so it was uh transported. So the city of Markham sells everybody these lots you then go and get a permit and plan to build like a heritage house so you're saving a heritage house from being destroyed by a developer evil developer mm. right usually these are not designated houses but sometimes they could be but usually they're just old houses and stuff this one here um i can't remember if it was or was not designated before but now it definitely is because it's in this subdivision that's been preserved and so they picked up the house like i'm gonna ask you a question they picked up the house from unionville and brought it to this subdivision in Markham, okay? They built a brand new foundation. They stuck it on the front of the foundation, built an entire addition equal to the size of the transported house on the back. So now it's a two-story house, double the size that it was before. Brand new foundation. They took this original structure because it's in the front. They kept the outside, the siding, the, 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 the framing, the post and beam type of construction, the um, windows, because that's, that's one and gutted it and changed every single thing else on this house. It's literally 75 to 90% all new materials in this house, hmm. built in 1997. When was the house built, Daryl? When was the house built? Hmm. Nine when was the house built? 1957. Who the hell knows is the answer? You know, like... Oh. It is it what like it is. You got It's a unique situation. Look, Who so the I fuck just moves a house to this use whole subdivision. Of the, house? the whole subdivision's there. I'll give you the address later. You can What's go check it point? out. The whole neighborhood's like this What's because the point? The, because developers want to save the houses because what? they can build on the land. If you don't, so imagine you buy ten acres and it comes with a land that's designated heritage because of the house that's on it, and you got an option 
to give that house to someone for free, they will come and pick it up and move it to a new location. The city's behind it 100%, and your land is no longer considered heritage because the house is gone. How would you feel about that? Pretty good. This is so dumb. Okay, yeah. Okay, so in the 90s, they, this is the first and only in North America. They took all these houses and they moved Can them Can you from... imagine the paperwork involved in The city did it all. It's all done. done. No, the city's all done. No, the, not the imagine, paperwork. Imagine, like the, the woman coordination. or the guy in the in the city going, no, they have to move them to another site. We're going to keep them as heritage designation, but then then they can do what they want. As long as, as long as this happens. Yeah. Oh, well, that sounds like a great idea. That that sounds like it makes a lot of sense. Let's let's get them to move an entire subdivision of old houses over here to keep the heritage designation so that the developer can make a whole bunch of money over here. And you can preserve the houses, yeah. And preserve so, the houses. And then also what they did was they re they revolutionized the restoration of heritage homes. It didn't cost any more to buy the new houses, I suppose, right? The lot the was given at a discount. The lot was given at a discount. A, and there's a five-year period of time where the city Who registers move the an houses? encumbrance. You said that the developer didn't the, have to pay. Who's moving these goddamn the houses? The owner, because they get an incentive the from the city. The an city incentive from the city. Who pays for this incentive? The city pays for it and says, we With bought the land for money? X. Yeah. We, 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 we divided up all these little lots and made a subdivision, plan a, subdiv plan a subdivisions in place. The market value of these lots is X. The city didn't pay X. They paid much less. They bought the land. They did the, they did the uh, subdividing. So now they're saying, okay, instead of paying at this time back in the 90s, 200 grand for the lot, we'll sell it to you for 60 grand. And so, but if you sell within five years, you owe us the difference between the 60 and 200 because we gave you this great discount. We don't want you flipping it. After five years, the property is yours and you can live there forever. So people are like, oh, that's a good incentive. So they go and they get a house. Maybe they pay, maybe they get it for free, whatever it is. But the coordination of disconnecting hydro lines and this going around so bridges stupid. and all that kind of stuff. There's about two or three companies who do this you know, with experience. They'll come and pick up the house and move it. And you build the foundation. And on one of your family drives, you need to go to this street. I'm going to give you the address. You need to check it out. Yeah, better be worth it, man. Because well, this it's is not a be lot like of effort money or anything. But it's no, but definitely like, how much, how cheap could this land have been for the developer to like even go through, even I, listening to this whole fucking idea? I had I had a site at Mark uh, Ninth Line and Fourteenth, and it was uh, a builder came to me. He wanted to sell five lots, and basically at the end, I'm like, this is like 2015 or 16. I'm like. First of all, I'm like, you're not going to make any money on these lots because you have these two lots that you have to do heritage. I'm like, in, in order for you to turn a profit, you have to sell for like whatever the number was. It was way higher than what the market would have bared. So I said, let's just sell the development to somebody else. And then like, they'll they'll figure it out. So we sold the development, sold the, the, the raw land. And um, there was two heritage properties on it. One of them was like, anyways, they're old houses, right? So- in that particular case, which you know hasn't happened yet, because I know the guy who bought it, he's still hanging on to it, hasn't done anything yet. They could then go and get permission to pick up those houses and move them to another site. And then they would have the ability to be able to develop this beautiful parcel that's like amazing. Um, can't remember the size of it. It's like, got to be at least two or three acres right at the corner of 9th and 14th. So do you post the house on like Kijiji and say, okay, pickups only? 
Yeah. Like, what the hell is this whole fucking Or you buy the lot as a developer and you make that part of your performa, which is that, you know, you need to move this house. Because actually, actually, when we were doing the plans initially, we were going to put the house in the corner. We were going to pick it up because it's in the middle, move it to the corner, give it its own lot. But again, it was just stupid. It was a stupid uh, idea. Anyways, the point of this story, Daryl. What's the point of this story? You're like the best interviewer ever. I just wanted to tell you one thing and then I'm talking like crazy here. (laughs) Was that the client said to me, they don't want to make they don't want people to know or not know because it's like so obvious, like you you don't not know, but they don't want to advertise as a house that was built in 1850. Okay. Right. Is it on septic and well? Nope. Hmm. Everything's new. 1997. 97. It's just, it's just a shell, right? So, right. You know, I mentioned that it's in the heritage district there, and I, I mentioned that it was done in 1997. And oh, is this what know? we're talking about? You got a listing coming up in this area? It's on the market. It went up a couple of days ago. I got a bunch of showings. Uh, okay, now I get it. Now I understand. You missed the whole point. That was like the big first well, sentence I said. Jumping I got all this over new the listing. Is that how you started? Yeah. I guess I got to listen a little more closely. A little bit, a little bit better. I was, I was blinded by rage listening to the stupidity of this heritage nonsense if i'm giving you ideas right now Even and i got houses, insider bro. info on this project now too so if oh, you ever good. buy a property that has a heritage house on it yeah. come talk I've to done me. it before i've, I've, I've had to, to make these stupid deals okay we we 50 scholar which was a deal that i was lucky to be a part of and uh, sell to lanterra and part of it was to move a goddamn house like over, I don't know, it was from like maybe 70, 80 feet. We had to move the house over. Mm-hmm. You know how much money goes into moving that stupid house over because it's heritage for some stupid reason? Like, you're not, people, ha- people have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Somebody's paying for that. And the developer's not going, you know what? Like, because it's heritage and because I make so much money every day, like, I'm not passing this one on, right? I don't think that would be reasonable. I, I'm going to I'm gonna eat this one myself, right? This is what he's thinking, <laughs> right? I'm nostalgic. It's, a, it's another line item, like every other line item. But this one's a stupid, expensive one. Because imagine how much it costs to move a damn house. Even those other houses you're talking about, like somebody's eating a bill somewhere. So is it really worth it to have this old house moved? TK, there is so much stupidity. I can't even believe it. And what a segue into like the brilliant mind trust we have prognosticating like the amount of jobs that'll be available or eaten up or taken. I don't even know what they're... The people that want to sound super smart, they say the print, the recent print, TK. If I was an Mm. economist, I'd be like, the most recent uh, employment print, Mm -hmm. but I'm not. And I don't understand Mm. what that means. We're less smart than those guys. We're not less smart. We just talk like English. Talk Mm. so people understand. We want want people to understand. I think that's more important. We want people. I want to understand. I'm trying to figure it out. How the fuck can you be off by a hundred thousand? And it's not like a hundred thousand out of like a billion, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they guessed five thousand, and it was a hundred and four thousand TK. Like this, yeah. Is but they no... always have they always have um, jobs in uh, seasonal time like that. You know, job gains. 
that are unexpected or or people like, are saying that that's not it this t- this time TK. It's, it's, it's always not this seasonal. time. It's always this time. This time's different, TK. This time's different. What I'm hearing Amazon's hell, dropping eighteen thousand people. I'm hearing no, there's lots Amazon of companies. Amazon and another company. There was a second one lumped in there in that eighteen thousand. No, Amazon was eight eighteen thousand. The other one was eight thousand. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Holy Jesus, mm. that's a lot of people all of a sudden going shit. What do I jobs. do? Yeah. What do I do now? Fuck. Yeah, they're going back online. Can't sell real estate. That was my backup that plan. That was the before. backup plan. They got their license. They're driving Uber too before, and then that People wasn't going so it's well. Like uh, realtors, it's realtors going get real work. Why don't like... realtors also drive Uber? I'm sure, some of them do. No, no, no. Ubers. Yeah. It's TK. Don't you know? No. Realtors can't. They don't have enough time to be Uber drivers, but investors oh. do. Investors, investors and ubers yeah. that's like the same thing now and they trade while they're driving why not the people yeah. in the back seat are probably trading real estate too like this is a this is just a hub to do it oh thinking about trading yeah Daryl. what do you got reconstruction condos Pre-construction condos. Yes, yeah. people are coming to you now. This is this is scary. No, people aren't coming to me for pre-construction condos. Not happening over here. But um, there was uh-huh. a there was a site back in 2014 at Young and Finch, where the developer took off with, uh, like 12 million dollars. Took off. Yeah. Is this an allegation or is this like this? I don't know what the follow up is on that, but that was all the news articles back. Well, then. You haven't had enough time to follow up, TK. It's it was only in 2014. <laughs> what kind of research? Well, I just remember the news this? back then. And so I touched on it today because I want to talk to you about some of the fraud um, stuff that's been going on. Right. And so this was one of the, 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 the fraud cases where the developer basically took all the people's deposits, said that they were going to build this amazing condo. And then the lawyer released the money directly to the developer from the trust account. And the developer took off apparently to Korea. Was it a Korean developer? I don't know. But the story um, has holes, DK, all over the place. Okay, what do you mean? So, what holes? So Korea has no factor here at all. It just so happens. Oh, that no, he the went lawyer, the, the lawyer was uh, Korean. Mm. And the person who had signing authority for the developer was Korean. Yeah. Oh, so the developer was not the scoundrel. It was the guy could, working it, for him. It could it could have been uh, both. Okay, maybe there's a couple holes in the story, but the main thing, right? The main thing is right. Yeah. People who have got pre-construction condo contracts out there, right now, right? How worried are they about those deposits, Cyril? What is what mm. is the protection that they have for those deposits? I think Terry on which we all know does a great job protecting the people. But I think they have up to $25,000 protected in deposits there. Great. But if your developer goes bankrupt. Then you get 25 grand. What do you mean? This is a great deal. Well, hey, TK, listen. Yeah. Nothing's perfect here in Canada. CDIC is usually insured up to 100,000. But I imagine there's some big deposits out there. And if these developers, if any of these developers go belly up, yeah. You know, and that money is misappropriated. Yeah. You know, there's a that's a that's a bigger I don't think that it can be like I don't think it vanishes though. I think it just becomes harder to get if it went somewhere other than a trust account. Which a lot of times you can buy like a bond so that you can use those deposits towards other stuff. 
People do funny things when the market starts to change, man. I'm telling you, yeah, but that bond it's is happen. now responsible. Like, uh, like there's a line, there's a, there's there's a trail to follow here. It doesn't just vanish. I don't believe. Yeah, but people do things. People do things. Unless like, there's the a lawyer, lot of real yeah. estate. If you go in the real estate counts of Ontario and you just look at the history of brokers who took off with the, you know, deposit money, it doesn't happen often, but it happens. And there's a whole bunch of forgery along the way. Back when the market crashed in the ninety, in the late eighties, early nineties. All the all the brokerages were going belly up, right? Sure. So my my dad would tell me stories where like you would you would um, negotiate to have the deposit, so you'd have the buyer, right? And buyers are gold, right? Sellers are like pain in the ass. You don't want them. So my my dad would say you would you would try to negotiate with the uh, buyer's deposit to say, look, our brokerage will hold it. You guys are like this small Mickey Mouse brokerage. I don't trust you guys. Oh yeah, you, listen, it's a whole that thing now. Going somewhere. Every deal that I work on, it's always a struggle. Who's going to hold that deposit? Who's going to hold the deposit, right? Because those that, brokerages are are going to go belly up, and there's brokerages today, you know, hmm. who are in those same shoes if they don't start performing on their sales. Now, their trust account shouldn't be touched and everything else. I get it. But every once in a while, there's that one. Like, there oh, was yeah. a guy, you know, hockey uh, in Pickering. I pay you for know? this Bentley. He was gambling and, you know, misappropriated a ton of money. Hundreds of thousands, this? if not millions. Pickering, Where was this? Pickering hockey, Pickering hockey Club about 10 years ago. Right? He was the treasurer. Right? So, again, this happens. Honest, you know, law-abiding people, you know, have problems and money goes missing. Right? Boom. So this this happens in real estate um, brokerages so, as well too. Okay, so you but you 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 cut off the discussion about jobs to talk about fraud, and then you didn't even bring up like the the most prominent fraud in the storyline at the moment. Which I know we're getting to there. be honest with you, it's kind of yeah. rude. But one, it was yeah. rude. But two. Yeah. <laughs> there's like nothing on this story out there there's like not yet nuggets not yet. like nuggets. tin bits not even tin bits but more more importantly this when markets change that's when fraud starts to happen even more so 2008 we haven't seen nothing yet yeah Wait. when the market changed in the states there was a lot of fraud where people would rent out a house that was vacant so the house would be vacant it'd be under like foreclosure or something you know and so then all of a sudden someone would go back to their house later on and there'd be someone living there and they'd say like i'm renting it from so and so and they would have they'd be collecting money title fraud is what happened here with this couple in toronto recently um i think it was more than title fraud wasn't it like uh what's it called identity identity fraud. theft yeah so they, they basically sold a house that didn't belong to them right and i remember when i was when I was getting into the business, the FinTrack requirements came out because they were talking a lot about these frauds. And really what happens is like... It was more money laundering FinTrack than fraud, wasn't it? But when, but on our side of things, so what to look out for and everything else, because I don't know what really happened before on the identification level, but basically real estate agents didn't have a lot of um, um, responsibility to ID their clients. No, like, before it was like, what's your Jim, name? Right? Yeah, Jim? yeah, Jim. Sign here, Jim. Thank yeah. you very much. Right. So there wasn't a lot of responsibility on the agent side. But what the fraudsters How do, do you spell that? is they get inexperienced people who usually speak different languages than each other. Right. I have noticed a trend. And then, so that way, it's all set up really, uh, really well. Usually they used to have a somebody inside the land registry, right? They used to have someone inside the land registry to be able to make this work and they would be able to have like, you know, um, 
forged paperwork. But I guess the easiest way really would just be to have forged identification. Now, here's the catch. This is where I'm confused. This is where I'm confused. Getting the money afterwards, the lawyer would have to release the money to another party. You'd think. Well, they can't give it to the guy who's on the title. I mean, he goes to the bank. That's not his bank account anymore, right? So, or that's not his bank account at all. So they'd have to be able to have some sort of direction letter that said, hey, we want to make sure that these funds go into Daryl's account because, you know, I owe Daryl some money. and You know, that's what I want to happen with the proceeds. Do you think they had like uh, reconstructive surgery as part make of the scheme? Look like it. Well, how did they, how did, they, didn't somebody go like, I think they just have fake IDs. I mean, you can get they, a fake ID. Do you didn't was, have a fake ID when you were young? I did. Yeah. What was I your fake ID it. like? How many? How much Horrible. resources did you have? Yeah. I had uh, scotch tape and a pencil. Right. That's so how we These guys we probably rolled, have man. some pretty sweet ass resources. I did a really good job though with scotch tape and a pencil. You'd be surprised. I just found a guy who looked like me. I think the places that I used to it to get into, they didn't really give a shit about my id at all they just wanted me to buy like the probably back then it was probably a buck 50 for a beer or something crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. back tell in us. my day back tell us back in my day beers were a buck 50 a piece yeah back in mm. my day yeah yeah man back at well, the brunswick fraud. house probably less than a buck when you bought a pitcher <laughs> frauds out there you know and we have mortgage fraud we've got this title fraud We haven't even seen the kind of frauds that are out there. Like, wait, wait, wait till some of these funds that have been buying up apartment buildings left, right and center while everybody's going, how did they pay 400,000 a door for that thing? Like two years ago, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like, oh, uh oh, I think we're over leveraged. We better start selling some stuff just to like keep our balance sheet kind of healthy. I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There were people paying cash for everything the last few years. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. But we did have a guest on the show last week who said that, you know, in order to maintain those prices, either the terms of the deal have to be favorable for the buyer or the buyer has to have cash, which is a pretty bold statement There's to only say, so hey, don't worry, deals. I'll sell your building, but we'll just have to find a cash buyer. I mean, how, yeah, listen, there, there's a lot of cash. Don't get me wrong. And there's a lot of deals that I suppose can be done for cash, but like there must be a ceiling for, for the amount of actual cash equity that somebody has that they want to throw at a project, mm-hmm. I think. But I mean, I guess if you had so much cash, like right now, like at some point, the the deal of the century will come to you and you'll be able to just boom. I don't care about rates being at 9% or whatever the hell they would be at. I don't care mm-hmm. about your damn appraisals and valuations. Oh, what a wonderful world that would be, TK. Yeah. I need me a hundred million dollars cash stat. Let's go. Mm-hmm. How do we do this? Well, how do we how do we raise a hundred million dollars of cash equity right now? Can is anybody listening to the show right now who's got an extra hundred mil sitting around who wants to put it to work? I have no plan. Yeah. We don't have I a plan have yet. No experience but I have a work ethic like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> I don't and give I, up. I only want like 50%. Yeah, that's good. I think it's reasonable. That's reasonable. Yeah. 
the stuff that I could do, TK, with $100 million of cash, I still don't think I could find a good deal, though. That's the thing. Like, no. everything four I'm prices. looking at, four caps. Everything's a four cap or yeah. a one and a half cap. I keep seeing that number. It's like, how how are people deciding if they want to be a one and a half cap or a four cap right now? And how are they even going like, okay, chances are they need some debt. Debt's at like, what, 6% for a commercial property right now? Mm-hmm. Maybe five minimum. percent. Minimum. I would say no, minimum six percent. Yeah. yeah. And then like uh most of them have shitty rent. So like I don't know how they come up with a four cap based on shit rents and all kinds of capex needing to be done. And like I don't know. Maybe you can turn it into a six cap one day, but still you can't cover your debt. So mm-hmm. what what has to happen? either a whole ton of cash or something has to change here, right? Prices have to change. I don't think we, people keep asking, can we see another 10, 15, 20% down in, in residential? I don't know. Did you see the numbers from December? Like nobody bought anything. Mm-hmm. It was literally like we're closed. The Toronto real estate market is closed for December. We're not going to we sell beat, anything this month. We beat our December numbers on our team. From last year. How were they last year? Well, I mean, they're probably in a normal December. I don't know. It's probably a good December. I thought everybody wants to eliminate the last couple of years like they, they just, didn't exist. They just told they just told me on uh, Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Yeah, they just told us on Wednesday. They said we yeah. actually did better in December 2022 than we did 2021. I wonder how much uh, the, the marketing budget changed since last year. Probably went up. Probably went up significantly. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Not that I notice a difference. I see, I see the same level of Frank Leo everywhere. Good. There's a lot of Frank Leo going on. Yeah, it's a lot of Frank out there. Are you guys uh, hiring? Yep. You guys are looking for new agents? We're looking for new agents. If you're listening to this and you uh, want to change your life in the real estate industry, join a good us. team. There's a join bunch a of team. I'm sure you can find us. It's pretty easy to find us. <laughs> right? Talk, reach out to me directly. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so... But you you hear of like mortgage brokerages starting to shed jobs. I imagine a lot of realtors have ran for the exits by now. No, I don't know if that's the case, like ran for the exits. But I think that we'll, like there's more people coming to us right now trying to join because of the change in their sales. And that's, and I and I've noticed the talent has improved too. So the people who we were hearing from before were people who were maybe like new or just never really got you know into the industry, but. Now we have people who are like, you know, had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of income at one point in, in a year and are now coming and saying, look, you know, this, my income isn't anywhere near what it used to be. And I got a family to feed. Right. So they have all this experience and stuff like that. Um, and so that's a sign of the times changing for sure. Definitely. So so what does that mean that uh, like is. I guess around New Year's, a lot of people make a change with their brokerage because it's the brokerage's fault that they it's had a shitty year the, the year yeah. before, right? It's like, fuck this That's place. That's ex- exactly what happened, right? eh? Every That's year. That's exactly. Like, I have a feeling like somebody's going to announce soon that they want to like change something that I know, right? Like someone's going to tell me I've done this or I've done that. And But I'll bet 100%. you people are like paying more to the next brokerage because it was that last place's fault. And now that I'm at this place... Even though I'm paying a bit more yeah. to be here, 
Yeah, yeah, oh, they're going to give me more. And I'm the last shine. guy I saved money on, but he never gave me anything. So now I'm this time. Shine this year, TK. Yeah. This is my place. Yeah. Hey, you, know, you know what else I've noticed? Right at home realty in 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 Brampton is where yeah. I'm going to park myself. I can't I can't tell you, you if legit. that brokerage is good or not. I'm not here to bad talk any brokerage. Every brokerage is good, including, but not including limited to, one. the one that you just mentioned. Yes. Dot, dot, dot. Hey, um, if you want to sell stuff, that's but, the um, place. But... um. I've also noticed off? on the buyer, like, so because I'm mostly on the listing side, like I do have buyers, I do represent buyers. There's nothing wrong with that. It just happens to be mostly on the, on the listing side. I deal with a lot of buyers, agents bringing offers and I've noticed that they are very stupid, not stupid, but you can sense that they want deals to go through. Yeah. It's like, help me, help me. It's, I, you can I sense need this it. thing to happen where even though, you know, they're like, Oh, the TK? price is this once their buyer likes a property, TK, you you know, like they might not have done a deal for a while. And so they're like, oh, like, like, let's get this done. Let's car? get this done. And I, I did really well in December on a few deals with uh, sellers where, you know, I just was like firm on, you know, certain terms and they went together because those, those agents want to get deals done. Still conditional offers all over the place though, right? Yeah. I don't think I had, not that I can remember right now, any firm offers. Are we having like oh, uh, bidding wars one firm with offer. conditional yeah, one firm offers? Offer. But it was, but it's a, it's a fucked up situation. I can't even talk about it um, on the call, unfortunately. But it's, but it's, but I had one firm offer. Yeah. One firm offer that you can't talk about. Can't talk about. Yeah. What kind of bullshit is that? I know. It is. Why can't you talk about it? Um, because there's like a power power sale proceeding, and then there's all sorts of um, other obstacles that are there, and yeah, it's just you never know how much this YouTube YouTube video could get me in trouble later on. The amount of views this I better thing off just gets, say, man. Just say You're nothing. I'm literally out of screwed. it now. I did my job very well, and my job is like over. You said so too anything much else already, that happens, it's not up to me. So, you know, you've said too much I've again. Said too much. Look at you. You're going to get us in trouble. I'm not editing I this. I don't have time okay. for this. Team. I didn't say anything. Nobody has time for this anymore. Yeah. So what now else is going we on? We got to work. We got to work now. What else, what else was in the news? There was something else that was. Um, I don't know. I had the, the crazy numbers because like, oh my God, now if you're selling your house, you might TK. Yeah. If you are, if you are a seller now, if you're yeah. crazy enough to be a seller right now, you may have to wait like 30 days to sell your house on average now. The seller's market, I'm telling you. This is bananas. I know the comments say, seller's market. Ha, seller's market. Ha, ha, ha. TK, you're just Look, a shill, man. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, that paid shill the months the of inventory industry. is still low and that you can sell. I'm, you know, we're selling places. If you what got it priced right and I you're forgot. doing a good job, you can get it sold, uh, no problem. Um, So... What's Looking at inventory? this, total number of sales changed for December was 48. It was down 48%. Total sales. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 3,000 sales. 3,000 sales. Like it's way, crazy. way lower. Yeah. Way lower. TK, I could do that on my own. I don't even need the rest of the market to sell 3,000 houses. An average price for all type of dwellings was down 9.2%. That's the, that's the bitch. That's yeah. the stinger. I think that's the, no, that's not the lowest. Spin 2017. It. Spin it for us, TK. Spin it. No, for I was us. about to say, I think that's the worst year over year uh, but, I've ever heard of, but no, but it's not. 2017. Frank Leo team. I think we went up to 15. Rosie, here we go. <laughs> everything's better over here. Hey. <laughs> if you're looking for a career in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but that's bad. 
9.2% down year over year. Like, holy smokes. So, but hold on a sec. The inventory went up like crazy too, right? Yeah. Like 150% or something. Bananas. Um, meanwhile, active meanwhile, listings is up 169%. 169% up from last year, from right? Last from last yeah. year. Which yeah. again, we all know everything last year's last year. What about last month? We got to start doing those stats again. My stats were better than everybody's stats except for Santo because Santo looks at like yesterday. Not yeah. fucking six years He's ago. He's good. He's on top of things. Yeah. Santo Sessa is the man. Yeah. That guy's stats are right there. The way he displays them are just perfect. Actually, better better yet, we should not do it again. We'll just embarrass no, just, ourselves. If you want we don't stats, need to do go that. to Santo's channel. Don't, but, don't listen to us for stats. But okay, the numbers are staggering, but can we put them into some kind of a perspective where they're not as scary as they look? Or are we just going to yes. like run with the media? Because I am, I am 100% sure that there's a lot of people who want to move in 2023. Like as a New Year's thing? There's Look, there's so many people who want to move for legitimate reasons. And this whole year, there's been a bunch of people who have just basically said it's not a good time because as prices are moving so fast, it's very difficult to be able to establish a plan that is not you know, very risky. But Why there's a lot of people. Why are they goddamn fast? What's I've, going I've, on I've, here? I've been talking to so many new people who own a home or condo and they're looking to purchase as well. Most of them are upsizing. And like our friend Tom Story, who has been out there very vocally talking about how he just bought uh, a new property for himself. Yeah, but um, watch his watch watch his face when he says it every time. He gulps after. This no, was bad he, timing. He's got to be in for a six percent mortgage or something now. Five percent mortgage. But well, whatever. If he had a mortgage before, he's in for the same thing. There's no difference. Mm. It would be it would have poured it over any rate that he had, or if it was a variable, then it makes no difference. So I don't think that's a factor. What I, I think is know. a factor is um, that the now. higher price points are down a lot more. If you just look at this, uh, uh, detached house prices, year-over-year year change total is down 13.4%. Hondo apartments are only down where, 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 where? where? This is on the Treb. Yeah, this December Treb market 13 watch. 13% from when? Detached, year-over-year, year are down 13%. And condo apartments are only on. down 0.9%. What about from peak? That seems to be the benchmark of everything now. From peak, TK. From, peak. from the peak. about peak right now. Okay, we're just talking yeah. about the difference between condos and, 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 and houses. So if you're going to go from a condo to a house, it makes sense to do it now more than any other time that we've seen before. From a condo to a house? From a condo to a house. From a condo to a house. You're saving big bucks. Big bucks. Yeah. Where are you saving? What do you mean? So if you're going to go from an $800,000 condo to a $1.2 million house, townhouse, mm -hmm. semi, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, you were going to do that back in February. Yeah. So now you've got a $400,000 gap to close. Well, now the, the market's gone down a little bit for the condos. Maybe, you know, you're, you're at seven fifty now for the condos. Yeah. But depending That's on... That's bad, right? That's bad. That's it's 50 fine. grand less. You're selling less. 50 grand less on your condo. But that house at $1.2 million... Yeah. could arguably be down 20 plus percent from peak. So we're talking about $300,000 savings. So now your gap just went from 800 to 1.2 to 750 to 900. My fairy tale gap? That's not a fairy tale gap. That's, that those may are have numbers. happened or may not Those are happen. real numbers. It ended up. In a hypothetical situation. Yeah. They're real numbers <laughs> in hindsight. Right? 
that may or may and not all have I'm, ever happened. All I'm saying is there's my spin for the day that <sighs> you should be upgrading in this market. If you can afford if you can a 6% afford to. mortgage. But what if it goes but, to 8%? But if or... you've got a mortgage on your property right now for $500,000 on that $800,000 condo and you're in a fixed and you're in a fixed mortgage, make sure you can port that mortgage over with you and they can do a blended rate. So you're paying on that 500,000 the same rate that you've been paying that you would be paying. It doesn't change for the rest of the term. Yeah, if they let you do it. If they let you do it. Most most of the time they do unless you have like a no frills mortgage that you know you shouldn't have gotten in the first place and you should oh, TK, TK, where are rates going, bro? You, we skipped over the most important thing here. Now we're going to talk about it. 1000 people, 100,000 new jobs, which depending on who you listen to, yeah. Most of those jobs are like bullshit and like the people couldn't trust the people they had working for them. So they doubled up because people were calling in sick every two seconds because nobody gives a fuck. Can I tell you my daughter? Okay. It took her two weeks to get into, you know what? They don't pay me enough to give a fuck enough about this. Like, yeah, I'm just going to do it like this now, dad. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what do you tell your daughter? I don't like, I don't like what I'm hearing. You gotta, yeah. you gotta keep going. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta commit. No you matter say, what. You made a, you made a, you made a commitment to them. You gotta show you're dedicated. But look how you quickly be the best they broke damn employee her. ever. Look how quickly they broke her. Yeah. Now she's like, listen, I don't worry. I don't want to work in this department. If you, if, if you have a problem with that, I don't give a shit. I'm out of here. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. must be nice to, to be able to have that kind of uh, schlep in the industry already. Right. She's like, I, I'm gonna want. I, I'm gonna tell them I'm gonna work Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and mm -hmm. from this time to this time. And if they don't like it, then I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave. Ouch! I'm like, this is amazing. Can you imagine <laughs> have, being able to do that? Listen, I saw in the news back in that, my day, bro. Uh, you guys, uh, you know, there's lots of jobs out there, and uh, it seems like you guys are probably gonna have a hard time finding people. So I'm going to be here on Monday and Wednesdays and maybe Fridays. I'll like, let you know. I'll let you know. I'll let you know if I can make it on Fridays or not. Yeah. But otherwise, if you're not happy with those terms, I mean, I got like three other offers right now yeah. and they're all much better. But, um, you know, let me know. I'll do you a okay? favor. I'll, don't I'll call come. me after six, though. Just text me. <laughs> yeah. And don't fuck up on my paycheck. OK. Yeah. Um. So it's crazy. Yeah. So but I guess. If you remember, I told you she walked in there and like they were just bazooka or shotgun blast like hiring. They were anybody that got hit by the shrapnel got a job. Right. So, yeah, it seems that more people than less use the same strategy over the holidays. Yeah. What does job market equate to? So, you know, had a really good point and I should listen to it again. I should have listened to it again was um um patrick yeah patrick's comment which about one? jobs on he the was show very vocal yeah he yeah he, he was he had a great a he had a great yeah. insight into what the job market meant and how this unemployment rate is not something that they it's should not be looking good. at yeah, yeah no he says it's a horrible unhealthy job market where mm -hmm. nobody has any stability and it's very hard to run a business when you know your good people could disappear overnight Right yeah. for five grand to the yeah. next guy. Yeah, we we need to get back to a six percent unemployment rate in order to have a more healthy job market, right? Where people are. I don't know what the actual number producing is, more, but like right now, it seems like. Well, I mean, they keep bringing in more people, 
So there's just more. I mean, as an employer, you're you're hiring whoever will come in because you know they're going to disappear half of them before they even show up for the first day, right? Yeah. And then and then you get them and they all suck and you got to train them. And then so if you actually get to train them for a couple of weeks, you don't want to let them go, but then they threaten to leave right away. So like what happens is the the wage this is what they're trying to avoid is this wage growth like this yeah. unsustainable fast entrenching wage. Of, the, of the inflation and with wages and everything else because well, what do you do so you asked why are there all these jobs i mean there's demand for all these services and products from all of these companies so they need to try and keep up with demand right that's why amazon hired eight billion people over the last two years because there was that much demand for it and that's mm -hmm. why they're firing so many people now because there's no more demand for it or less demand for it, right? Yeah. So in all these industries where they're hiring, which I don't know, I heard it was a lot of construction, a lot of uh, uh, like tourism, like hotels and and obviously a bunch of retail. There was like some some medical, like health and life science kind of stuff. I guess it was across the board. Manufacturing. Get ready mm -hmm. for manufacturing jobs, baby. Like we got to start producing stuff here. It's got to be happening. I mean, if you try and buy an industrial building, it's harder than buying a house right now. It's crazy how tight that market is. Mm -hmm. So, so like, I guess everybody realizes there's a, a, a boom coming here. There's no space. Um, buy industrial because people need industrial to put all the shit into they're trying to crush the demand. I don't know what's going on, but like the only answer is higher us. interest rates. That's that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> that's right? what like, I was there's for. only one answer. There's only one answer. Riddle, and I think and based on our discussion is. last week with all the boys and girls there um, was that, you know, again, all Patrick's points, Patrick points were fantastic. Higher interest rates will not lower the price of gas. Higher or interest food. rates will not lower the price of food. Do higher interest rates thing? are not going to change certain things that are equating to this high inflation rate. So Patrick heard that from me months ago, guaranteed. Okay. okay? TK enough Good. with the giving everybody my credit. Okay. Okay. So Daryl, the right smartest here. guy on the show from last week from had last influenced week. everybody to have Thank some you. really great points. And what happened was, uh, isn't the, 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 the light started going off in my head. Finally. Okay. With the what? light started going off in my head. That yeah. says that we are not going to see as many interest rate hikes as we might have thought. More. Yeah. More. There's not going to be as many. Well, you so think that's why they're be already talking about a quarter hikes. point this month too. I'm not they saying talking about that continue to go up. This. They were talking quarter point like six months ago. I said nothing time. in December. I was wrong. But what I'm trying to say is, okay, mm. is that eventually the Bank of Canada is going to realize that what they're doing isn't working. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, they're going to realize. They're going to see the employment numbers still being really strong. They're going to see uh, the cost of fuel and, and food and, and other contributors still elevated, right? And these are all going to be things that are going to be outside their control and that the old ways of dealing with inflation, with uh, you know rate-tightening policies and, and rate-hiking policies, are a thing of the past, right? Because even the way that they were dealing with the 
um, pandemic and, and the quantitative easing and everything else by lowering interest rates. This caused a whole nother thing. This is all a learning cycle that the uh, central banks are all in right now because they thought they had this easy cure for the last few decades that, oh, we've, we can just control inflation like this, like that. But it's obviously not the only factor. It's obviously not the the band-aid or, or, or the fix, the cure that's going to be able to just make everything go away. And I think that they're starting to realize that because there's a lot of pain out there, right? And eventually there'll be more pain. More pain is coming, 100%. No doubt about it. Real estate market pain is coming. We haven't even seen a lot of it yet. I'm, I'm, I'm witnessing it firsthand, okay? So there's a bunch of people who are going to need to sell really soon, right? And so when that happens... Yeah, but and then the Bank of Canada like is going to be looking happens, and, and they're going to be looking and they're going to say, okay, what's the CPI at now? And it's going to still be close to where it is today. It's barely going to only do a quarter point. Like it's barely going to budge. How, how, yeah. What's the point of a quarter point? Look, based on, you know, everything that we know and everywhere that we've been and everyone that we've talked to, we figure probably 5,000 jobs for next month. That seems reasonable based on, everything that we know today we can't release this yeah fast forward a month right yeah we can't let them know this Did we have they to delete change their it. tweet we have to change it we can't no i'll bet you it's even more than the 104000 but like it was like we can't let them say more than 100000 off like this is crazy who the somebody fire that guy oh it was tiff again tiff really what's mm. what what is this guy doing? No, but who makes this mistake? Why are they still employed? Why do we not know his name? Why do mm -hmm. we not know what his face looks like? Or her face? Or they face? Depending on uh, your, your political correctness. If they face isn't in the media, what does that mean right now? Why don't we know how wrong this idiot is? What, what, how wrong is that? That's like... Is that in the thousands of percents wrong? Are you frozen? No, oh, you blinked. No. Okay. Are you? What are you doing? What are you doing right now? What are you reading? I'm thinking. Why are you thinking? I'm talking. I'm singing. Are you singing? I'm while singing. I'm talking. Well, that's a. You're just so rude today, TK. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm listening, but I'm thinking. I'm not, not doing anything. Am I making you think, or are you trying I'm, to? I'm think thinking out loud. I mean, right now, I'm, I'm just talking, and so. I just don't I agree understand. with everything that you say. And I'm talking about um, people are going to lose their entire lives over these fucking idiots that are who's so affected wrong. by interest rates. Who's affected by interest who's affected rates? by interest rates? List list the people right now who are affected by interest rates. So business owners, homeowners in a variable rate, homeowners uh, who have a mortgage renewal coming up, buyers, uh, people who want to buy houses. people with credit cards. People with lines of credits, people okay. that breathe, mm -hmm. people with blood in their bodies. Everybody's affected by interest rates. Look at food. Like everything gets affected by interest rates. Look at gas. Mm -hmm. Everything. Every. If everyone was affected, why? Why, why the do fuck we still, are we still going why out do we still and have shopping? Such incredible demand from in why, so many sectors. This is what I wanted to know. TK, yeah. where, where are the retail numbers from December? What, where are those numbers? Because anybody I talk to that has a retail establishment, when I ask them how were sales, mm -hmm. how was boxing day, or how was like December, which mm -hmm. 
I mean, most of them are waiting all fucking year for December. Most of them make their margin in December, for God's sakes, right? Yeah. They're all like, like they want to kill themselves right now. Nobody even wants to talk about it. it it's so slow. Mm-hmm. But then you see videos in Foot Locker where people are like jumping off the top rope for the new Nikes and killing each other. Yeah. I don't get it. So were the numbers good for retail? Because all of a sudden Amazon's getting rid of 18,000 people. Remember I said, who are you going to, who are you going to give credit to for this one? Remember I said, wait till after Christmas and boxing day and everybody starts firing everybody. Wait to see the carnage on the streets. Then 18,000 people just from Amazon got to figure out how they're going to pay their bills next month. Maybe not Mm -hmm. next month, but in like three months when that check runs it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they have the retail numbers out for December. No, they don't. I think they're hiding them from us. It's the 7th, TK. Why don't we have the retail numbers yet? Because they're so bad. Wait till people just start firing people on mass. If Amazon needed, they just got rid of like 10,000 jobs the month previous or two months ago. Yeah, I think that what everyone has to realize right now is that nobody has a clue. Nobody has a clue. Everybody's got their own thing. Clue. Everybody, everybody, everybody's got their own thing. I think the the world is is very polarized, right? It's like, what side of the aisle are you? You know, left wing or you right wing? You know, do you think the market's a, a bear market or it's a bull market? Are vaccines good or are they bad? Like, there's so many like the dichotomy of society where everybody's got this like, you know, you have to be in one camp, you have to be thinking one way. You know, and if you're on the other side, then you're my enemy and you don't know what you're talking about. Like it's really, really, really changed over the last um There's no gray. Years. We need to swim in the gray. We need more gray. We need more gray. We need need more gray. I'm, I am so far into the gray. You're very gray. I'm so someone asked me the other day, they said, TK, which political party would you run for if you were gonna be, you know, interested in being prime minister? Whoa. TK, okay. <laughs> are you making an announcement? Look, this is what my answer was, okay? I don't know if this is a bad idea or a good idea. I was just going to run for mayor just for some publicity, but this is great. I said, okay, if I were going to run for prime minister in Canada, which I'm not going to be in the future, the party that I would choose, because there really is only two parties, I would choose to be the There's only two parties? Yeah, well, it's only two parties that ever seem to win the federal election. Hmm. I would choose to be the head of the party that was currently not in power. Not in power. You think that that is a safe move? That would be the safe move to, move to try to get elected because people would say, well, we want change, so let's vote for the other guys, and I will be the other guy. Do they always want change? It seems to me that you've been around for a while. People want change, though, but the next guy will come in and it'll be changed. They're not going to say, hey, we want to vote for someone else in that same party. They're going to say, we want change, and it'll be the other guy. I can't sit here with you, mm-hmm. TK. And pretend like the voting process is the reason that we have the people that we have in power. I won't let Why? you do that to me, TK. What do you mean? Come on. Wake I'm just up. saying my best chances would be on the other guy's team. Maybe. Yeah. So I'm won't... in the I'm in the middle, is what I'm trying. That's the point of this. Let's not don't let's not talk about you're politics. in the middle. You can't. I'm in the you middle. You can't be in the middle. I really people do believe that the market's to gonna go side. up. I really do believe the market's going to go up. Right now, the market is going down. That is obvious. Like, like this is like a, like a macro call. 
because like right now the market is going down. It's obvious. Steve Saretsky called the bottom yesterday. Or the two numbers, days ago. the numbers are coming in. We haven't seen the bottom yet. It's haven't still seen driving, the bottom. It's still driving down, but eventually things yeah. will get better and eventually. the demand will return because it's a great city. It's a great country. So we're going to see like state. there's lots see, of money. Are we going to see like a twelve year? Uh, period to get prices back to those, where they those were those peak numbers were pretty high those peak numbers were pretty high it'll take a while to get back to those numbers for sure a while to get back to the but i still numbers. think real estate's a great investment um you know i think that you know for other for other uh polarized issues you know there's good points on both sides i won't get into them but there's good points on both sides i think it's a, it's a good place to be in the Living middle outside the world of absolutes i agree I don't know that there's a but it's 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 hard to find um, other people that are willing to to live in that gray land with you because people just place. want. Yeah, it's a great place, but you're either a shill for one side or the other because nobody believes that you're really in the middle. Why not? Because you have to have an agenda. You're a scumbag. I don't. You are no, I'm in the a middle. realtor. I'm Teacher. in the middle. You can't. You have. You can't Why? sit there and say that you're not influenced by your profession, with your with your with your opinion. I, I will bring this point up again, over and over and over again. If I am focused on listings and I'm constantly selling listings, and every person I met, I said, "Hey, the market is going up, and it's only going up. It's the best time. Like, it's not a good time to sell because tomorrow the prices are going to go up. So hang on to your to your property." I would be out of business. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, right. So, so exactly. I can't be, I can't be a hundred percent markets are going to go up. I do believe long-term. If people say to me, should I keep my property? I'm going to hang on to it as an investment. My answer is almost always depending on their situation. Okay. Here, ready? keep that We're, property, hang on to it long-term. But if you got immediate needs play. for funds, now is better than tomorrow. I'm telling you that. We're going to do a role play. TK. Okay. Hey, hey, Daryl. How you doing? Great. How are you? Good. I got uh, got roped into this house by this other guy, this other realtor guy. Got roped into this two point four million dollar house in uh, Pickering. Oh, it's a lovely house. You should see it one day. You should come by. Sure. Anyways, great. Um, I'm a little nervous because uh, I locked in at one uh, percent mm -hmm. on a two million dollar mortgage. Great. Smart and, move. Well, it was looking like a smart move. Mm -hmm. And they were actually throwing parades for me back home. Yeah. But uh, now, now when I look at the numbers, um, mm -hmm. it's going to be really hard to pay for this on my salary. Okay. Which, uh, the reason I'm calling you, TK, is because uh, I lost my job. Oh my god! I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was a pretty pretty good job. Yeah. I, I made like eighty six thousand a year. That's a great job. And yeah, well, I can no longer service my debt on my two million dollar mortgage. How much is your mortgage? Pickering. Two million. I just told you. Doesn't and that so, make sense? What's your mortgage payment? Four hundred thousand in equity that I yeah. saved over the last sixty two years. You had four hundred thousand in equity. Yeah, and they gave me that two million dollar mortgage, which makes yeah. sense. Obviously, yeah, you had you had four hundred thousand, but you don't have it anymore. Income. No, I have nothing. Now. Sorry to tell you. 
Sorry to break the news to you. But my neighbor's house just sold for 1.5 million, TK. Yeah. You know what I saw the other day is um, at Giant Tiger, they have a sale on craft dinner. Yeah. So what I'm going to need you to do is I need you to go and buy every box that they have on that shelf. I actually... uh... You don't have any other options other than to cut back on expenses and you need to find a job. I heard Amazon was hiring before, but but now they're cutting jobs. So you're probably going to have to go somewhere else. I have my renewal coming up. I'm good for like the next seven months, but I have my renewal coming up in eight months, TK. Yeah. My friend Daryl's daughter got a great job recently. I'm going to ask him where that is and I can probably give you a contact. Apparently they're hiring. No, I can get a job. I can get another fantastic job. I could probably find another job that makes even like $87,000 a year pretty quickly right now. To serve as a $2 million mortgage, I think you're going to have some problems. But I get what you're saying. These are real scenarios out there and we're just making fun and having having a good time. But yeah, like those those are real scenarios out there that there's some big adult decisions that have to be made by people coming up really soon. We're not there yet. We're not at the bottom yet. There's some really big adult decisions that are going to be coming up in 2023 for people to make in order to be able to get themselves out of trouble. And the market has been bailing people out for a long time. The market's been bailing people out for like ever. But if you don't have to buy something, Mm -hmm. like what has to happen for prices not to get worse? What has to happen for prices not to get worse? Yeah. Yeah. Like interest rates need a have interest to come rate down. There needs to be instantly. Some 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 sentiment has to come back uh, from buyers. Is, that that real estate prices a great are investment. coming down, bro. Prices? Remember what remember what 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 um, Jordan said, right? It's not about price in these pre-construction condo uh, development sales centers. They can be the best deal on the block. It's about all these other people want it. Therefore, so do I. That's what real estate is. If anybody thinks it's anything different. I'm sorry to tell you, but that's just not the way the market works. So once sentiment returns and we start seeing some stabilization, once rates change, once any any signal that you can come up with that says that you know rates are going to start changing directions or inflation numbers are going to start changing directions, that's when you're going to see people all of a sudden say, I've got money, it's just sitting there, and I'm going to deploy it into real estate. And there are a lot of people with money right now sitting. Sitting, waiting. A lot of people. Waiting to put that money into something. Cash. Hard, cold, hard cash. So that's what's going to happen. Is Eventually, the sentiment's going to change way before any of those macro events start to really take place. It'll be a much more, um, you know, micro type of... um, uh, change in how people's behaviors are when they're buying and selling. That'll be based on, you know, different things. You know, right now there's lack of inventory, you know, maybe there's going to be some other changes that are come up, maybe some government policies, right? Tax incentives. There's going to be something where all of a sudden buyers are going to snap out of it and go, oh, stress test from OSFI, like, you know, all these type of things can come up. Well, I think we have a while. I think... I think, I think that this next rate hike, unless like retail sales numbers are drastically down and all of a sudden people start laying people off all over the place, I got a feeling that a quarter point would be a miracle. 